My next guest is Patrick Ryan, president of mutual funds and ETFs at Madison Investments, who just launched their first ETF in August. They now offer four ETFs altogether, already about $250 million in assets, though overall, Madison has some $23 billion in assets under management. Uh, That includes mutual funds, managed accounts, customized investment portfolios. And Patrick is now on the line with me from Madison, Wisconsin. Patrick, uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks, Nate. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. All right, so let's start with the uh, obvious question, which is around Madison's recent entrance into the ETF space. Uh, what was the catalyst here? Uh, why now? Yeah, I mean, when you went through it, I mean, Madison has a, a long history in separately managed accounts and mutual funds. Uh, ETFs were really just a natural extension of what we are already doing. And, you know, ETFs have become a bigger piece of investors' and advisors' pies in terms of where they're turning to allocate investor capital. And we wanted to make sure, quite simply, that advisors or investors uh, directly had access to Madison and our intellectual capital, however they wanted to to actually obtain our investment management services. So an ETF, again, just a natural extension of what we were doing. Uh, so we learned the business, and we, and we rolled them out here in August. Sort of on that note, as I know you're well aware, the rise of actively managed ETFs has been a, a huge story over the past couple of years, right? We're seeing the biggest names in asset management finally get involved in ETFs, all types of strategies coming to market. I feel like firms are offering up their uh, best managers. From your perspective, uh, what changed? What Was it the ETF rule in 2019? Was it the shifting market environment last year where we finally saw <laughs> rates start to rise and, and again, the environment uh, turn from what we had seen over the previous decade or so? Was it both of those things or do you think there's even more to the story here? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with preferences and ease of use. I think ETFs are easy, especially for advisors and um, clients like to, to access. They can get into the brokerage account. They can get right to them. Um, you know, they don't have the same transaction fees sometimes as mutual funds, share classes on a different platforms. So I think access is a big thing. Um, model development is another. I think ETF models, um, you know, obviously advi- uh, every shop wants their, a, a place in all these different model portfolios, but I think active ETFs have a good place within model portfolios, especially when you pair them with passive type investments to help manage risk. So I think there's really a multitude of things that's out there. You know, for us, it was more of the income angle uh, when all four of our ETFs that we've launched have have an income kind of bias or or thematic income approach. You know, bonds, uh, you know, yields went down to nothing for a long time and investors had to turn to either equities, you know, buying dividend or buying stocks for dividends and income and really using bonds for total return as yields fell. But that environment has changed in the last two years. Yields are back to a, a normalized environment, and we thought that the, it was the right time to capitalize on, on something that never goes out of favor, which is income. Yeah, and before we get into the ETFs, just for people unfamiliar with your firm, I would love to have you explain this uh, participate and protect philosophy, which I would describe as really Madison's overarching investment philosophy. Uh, that's the way I would read it. Do, do you want to expand on that? Sure, yeah. Participate and protect is what we've coined our, our investment philosophy here in Madison. Madison has been around since 1974. You know, we do have more of that uh, bent of known being a more conservative, high-quality manager. And participate and protect simply means we attempt to participate as fully, po- as fully as possible in rising markets, 
but really kind of earn our stripes in down markets. So protecting on the downside. So I participate on the upside, protect on the downside. It has more of a behavioral aspect to it. We know that investors uh, kind of have a much more uh, negative response to losses than they do joys of, of gains. So we want to help take uh, investors' emotions out of the process when they can make bad decisions, and that's been a core tenant of our uh, participate protect philosophy since day one. Okay, so as I mentioned, Madison did roll out an initial suite of four ETFs. And let me go through these real quick. There's the Madison Covered Call ETF, ticker CVRD, the Madison Dividend Value ETF, ticker DIVL, the Madison Short-Term Strategic Income ETF, ticker MSTI, and then the uh, Madison Aggregate Bond ETF, ticker MAGG. Very nice ticker symbol there. Um, the, the first question I have is, are these all clones uh, of your existing mutual fund or SMA strategies, or are these new strategies altogether? So they're, they're not clones and they're not new strategies. So we have a history of managing strategies uh, similar, very similar to each of these uh, particular ETFs, um, but they are distinct enough and, and a little bit different from each strategy in, in terms that they're in a separate composite. So uh, relatively similar to things we've been running, but still have a, a little bit of a different twist within the ETF structure and some of the, the capabilities and, and, and expanding on some of the existing products. Okay, and do you maybe want to pick one of the equity ETFs and one of the bond ETFs uh, and just give us a flavor for how you're approaching the world here? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, on the equity side, certainly the covered call, so CVRD is, is definitely unique in the marketplace. Um, you know, it is a covered call product, as it says right in the name. I think, you know, moving forward, we definitely anticipate more volatility in the equity market. And naturally, uh, that's a, a kind of a, a market in which a covered call type product can thrive. So it's uh, unique in the fact that it's active. It's an active underlying portfolio of dividend-paying stocks and also actively written options contracts. So dual active, uh, again, it has somewhere in the distribution yield that targets somewhere around 6 to 8% each year. Uh, so a nice yield, but then also mitigates volatility through the covered call writing process. So you know, in a, in a year like 2022, that was a product that did, uh, you know, that type of strategy did very, very well. And we definitely think, you know, barring uh, kind of the big run that we've had this year, that as you know, we continue to kind of normalize that, that CVRD is definitely a good place for, you know, income-based investors that want equity exposure uh, with a little bit more upside. And how concentrated and that, do your uh, equity portfolios tend to be? Yeah, that the cover call is a little bit more expanded, so that's generally going to be up to you know forty to sixty names. But you know, the dividend the dividend value product is going to be closer to thirty to forty names, and then obviously uh, other products will get even more concentrated outside of these ETFs. Okay, and then what about uh, on the bond side? Yeah, on the bond side, the uh, the Madison Short Term Strategic Income, so MSTI, I think is uh, is very unique in this environment, especially given the change in yields. Um, so it is a short-term fixed income product and always have a duration of less than three and a half years. But right now, yet that product has a, a duration around 2.7 years, but a yield uh, more recently here, very close to 6% investing across predominantly investment grade corporate bonds and asset and uh, a structured product asset backed securities, um, but will dip into high yield, but really kind of restricted to 25% high yield. So in this environment, Again, not a lot of duration risk for a very nice yield that you can get for the investors there. Out of curiosity, are you using these ETFs in Madison uh, client portfolios in any way, shape, or form? We are. So this is something we had been uh, looking at within Madison for a long time. We had a, a diversified income fund. Um, it was more kind of historically a balanced product, but with the launch of these ETFs, we've really expanded that mandate. 
uh, to to kind of utilize all four of these ETFs to really become a true diversified income product. So it uses all, all four ETFs along with a, a few others to kind of augment and really target a high level of income as opposed to just a, kind of what had been a more balanced product. So, again, the timing was right for us to kind of overhaul that overall product as well. So we're very excited about that. Yeah, and, and sort of on this note, I'd love to have you talk a little bit more about your overall uh, distribution strategy. Like, like, I'm curious, how are you going to get these ETFs in front of investors? Because uh, as I'm sure you're well aware, the ETF space is tough, right? There's a reason it's called the yeah. Terror Dome. So, so how do you go about differentiating and surviving here? Yeah, so I mean, the beauty for us is that we have a, a you know very strong brand within the intermediary, intermediary channel. Um, so we can kind of go there first. You know, we have a, a very large presence from the SMA business. I'm within, you know, Morgan Stanley, UBS Wells, RBC, those types of places. So that's kind of our first lean, and we were able to because we we over restructure that fund to have some some decent assets on day one. But from a differentiation standpoint, you know, I don't think we are really looking to do anything different than we always have. It's uh, really, you know, again that high quality, high conviction, you know, participate and protect mindset, but just in an ETF form, and that's what we're already known for in some of the biggest distribution places across the country. Um, what I think we really wanted to be targeting as well, in addition, which we haven't had as much uh, success in, is with an RIA space. And I think you know RIAs uh, are generally large consumers of ETF products, and I think this is uh, kind of gives us our, our area to expand into. So it's really kind of a cultivating what's already there from the, the largest channels, but really then trying to make a push into some of the areas that maybe these places don't know us quite as well. And again, I think quality and income are something that always. Uh, you know, never, always withstands the test of time. So I think that that's going to help our cause. When you uh, mention expansion, is it fair to assume we should expect uh, additional ETF launches for Madison at some point? Yeah, down the road, um, you know, certainly looking at it within the trust, we, we did have another uh, ETF, uh, like the Diversified Income Mutual Fund that we overhauled. So there is in, in, the, in the trust already. We haven't launched it yet, though. Uh, an ETF that will be an ETF, uh, much like that, that will utilize these ETFs. Um, but then we continue to explore other ways that, you know, we can bring other other products that we have kind of behind the scenes to the fore. But right now it's kind of a digestion process of just, you know, getting up and running, seeing uh, seeing what the, you know, the overall hit rate is for, for these types of ETFs out in the market and then adapting and bringing forward whatever we help, else we want to bring to market uh, down the road. Well, Patrick, congratulations on uh, Madison's ETF entrance. Certainly wish you all the success. Thank you for joining me this week. All right. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Nate. That was Patrick Ryan, president of Mutual Funds and ETFs at Madison Investments.